Welcome to the Six Figure Roadmap, brought to you by LVRG.it. Leverage it, saving you money on the tools, software, and courses you use to grow your business every single day. Now, here's your host, Cam Martinez. All right. Welcome to another week of the Six Figure Roadmap, everyone. I'm here with Mr. Tom Sylvester. He's going to talk a little bit today about how to find clarity in your business and design a business around what you want in life. I'm super excited. This is something that isn't talked about enough and a lot of you need to implement into the way that you do business because a lot of us, especially when we're starting out or running in different directions, we have the shiny object syndrome and so many things seem to appeal to us and we don't know how to focus on the thing that's going to drive the most revenue excite us, bring passion into our life. And I'm, I'm going to leave the rest up to Tom. So welcome to the show, my man. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, this is going to be a fun discussion. Yeah, absolutely. So, so where do you like to start? Like how, if I'm coming to you and I'm like, you know, Tom, I, I don't have clarity in what I want to do with my business. I have a great offer. I have all this stuff lined up. I know this will work, but there's also these other things that are generating my revenue right now and paying my bills what, what would you say to, to someone like me? Yeah, you know, one of my, my favorite quotes and what guides me all the time is start with the end in mind. And so we're going to look at that from two perspectives. One is what we want the business to look like. But before we even get there, we want to take a step back and look at what you want your life to look like. Because one of the biggest mistakes we see people make is they don't have clarity on what they ultimately want their life to look like. And as a result, they end up trying to build a business that even if the business succeeds, which it's unlikely if it's not aligned to your life, um, but even if it does, it ends up not allowing you to be happy. And, you know, your business success is so much based on you, where your mindset's at, the energy you put into it. And if you're not modeling and designing that business to ultimately allow you to live the life you want and to be happy, you're really going to struggle, like I said, even if you build a successful business. So it really all starts with figuring out where do you want your life to be in the future and then working backwards to say, all right, what does that have to look like now and as we grow the business to make that happen? Then what you can do is look over and say, okay, here's what the business now has to look like in order to support my ideal lifestyle as well as grow in the way that I want it to. I want to dive deep a little bit on what do I want my, my business to look like and how do I want that to, you know, correlate with, with what I want in life. What I've found, especially, I mean, myself in the past and a lot of people that I've met who are entrepreneurs, business owners, we don't spend a lot of time dreaming about what we want. And it's oft, so oftentimes harder to define exactly what that looks like than it is to just, you know, I like to call it mentally masturbating. It's kind of, you know, I, I kind of know what I want, but I don't exactly know what I want. So where, where do I begin to actually define what that looks like for myself? Yeah, you know, there's a whole bunch of activities out there. Um, but, you know, exactly to your point, most of us just, especially if we're entrepreneurs, we're usually quick start. We get the idea and we want to go. And thinking about what we want our life to look like often seems like, you know, a, a distraction or something that's getting in the way. But what it's actually going to do is actually make building the business a lot easier. Because what we're trying to do as entrepreneurs is create a whole bunch of decision filters so that it's super easy to make decisions on what we do. And one of the ways is to understand what you want your life to look like. Um, 
we actually built out this two-page, what we call a life planner, that runs you through a whole bunch of questions to help you gain that clarity. Uh, but the biggest thing we find for most people is everything they talk about they want their life to look like falls into four categories. One is the things you want to have. So people will usually start talking about, you know, the house they want, the car they want, et cetera, the physical items. Then the next category is um, the experiences that you want to have. So I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to live here. I want to be able to pay off debt. And that's what most people focus on initially. And that's great. Like create that list. And then there's two things that people often don't think about initially, but it ends up becoming more important as time goes on. And that is the relationships that they want to have. And then ultimately the impact they want to make. So if we think about this, most people, when they're starting off and they want to start a business, they're just focused on themselves and they're in what we call survive mode. It's like, how do I make enough money to take care of myself, take care of my family and make sure we're covered? And that's where the the things and the experiences come in. That's our focus. And this weird thing happens, especially like as we go six to seven figures, when we, we get to that point where we've taken care of our family, a lot of us often get lost. And this is a really weird thing because we've been pushing for so long And we've built a business that kind of works for us. And we're not sure what our passion or what our purpose is beyond that. And from the outside world, nobody gets it because they're like, Tom, you're successful. You've got a good business. Everything's working. Like, why are you depressed? And they don't realize that we need a bigger purpose. And that's where we, what we found is that the two things that really satisfy entrepreneurs at that point are either deepening or building new relationships with people that want to have in their lives. And then looking beyond just themselves and saying, how can I help other people or other causes that I care for? And once we have that clarity, oh my gosh, how much easier it is to then build a business to help us make that a reality. So do you work with a lot of people who have just been on this, you know, path towards what they thought was what they wanted, but then they come to realize, you know, even if it is six figures, seven figures, eight figures, they're like, man, this is like, I I just feel like I'm running in a constant circle and nothing is fulfilling me. How often do you meet those people? Almost all the time, (laughs) you know, because for most people, they, they either, Um, Like I I generally work with entrepreneurs that are at least six figures a year and go into seven and eight. Um, We we do help entrepreneurs that are getting started, but there's a lot more to work to get to zero to six figures than to get from six to seven. Um, But a lot of entrepreneurs that we, we work with, they're the biggest bottleneck in their business. You know, they've had some success. They've got some product market fit. They've been able to make some sales, but they're afraid to grow because as they bring on more clients or have more customers, that's now requiring more of their time. And so they're kind of caught in the space of like, all right, I've done well so far, but now I'm overwhelmed. And I basically, you know, whether I realize it or not, I'm kind of sabotaging my success because I know more clients or more success is going to be more time from me. And that's not what I want. I'm already burnt out. And so what we find with a lot of people is we have to one, identify where they're at today, what's working and what's not, and then really figure out what they want the business to look like. And the question I always ask is, what needs to be true for this business to run day-to-day without you? And by doing that, what we start to think about is, all right, what systems do I need in place? What team do I need in place? And what do the day-to-day operations have to look like so that I'm not having to be pulled in? So I can bring more customers on and not have any concern about being able to fulfill on them. 
And so by getting entrepreneurs to think that way, what we start doing is removing them from a lot of the in the business activities where they're wearing all the hats to now really starting to think like a CEO and saying, how would a CEO think like this? And how do I truly build a business, which is the systems and teams that run it rather than thinking I have to do everything. Interesting. So, so does that oftentimes also come with, I'm going to give you a different scenario in the, in the same kind of context. So an entrepreneur gets to their, their first goals, right? Let's just, let's just call it, you know, multiple six figures. And now they're at a place where they're like, okay, the company's been created. We've been implementing systems. We have a proven offer. We're having customers coming in. I'm not so burnt out to where I'd like, don't want to fulfill on these things, but I just don't feel like the mission is strong enough or the vision is actually what I wanted. Would you recommend that they change direction or would you implement something else in their business or help them craft a different vision and continue with the same thing that they've been doing? So it really comes down starting is to just clarify that vision, you know, take some time, usually away, you know, go somewhere that inspires you and really start thinking about what you want. Um, Because what the next step looks like is so much dependent on that. And so like, I'll run through a couple examples for us, we own multiple businesses and our first two businesses weren't necessarily things that I was passionate about, you know, real estate investing. And then we have a wine and liquor store. So I knew I was never going to, you know, always be involved in those businesses. I wanted to build them really to focus on generating cash flow for us. And so I needed to build them in a way that that, you know, happened. But then one of our other businesses, um, Lifestyle Builders, is really around coaching entrepreneurs and helping entrepreneurs to build their businesses so that they can enjoy life while also benefiting from the business. And so the first two businesses were kind of like what you described where we're building them, but it wasn't really what we wanted to be doing. So in that case, you can either stop doing it or selling it. Um, oftentimes, it's not set up in a way to sell, so that typically doesn't work. So what we'll end up doing is either systematize it so you can still have the business and you can move on to something else um, or just stop it all together and now shift direction into what it truly is that you want to do. And so for a lot of entrepreneurs, what we end up doing is help them systematize the business so they can remove themselves and then free up, use that freed up time to then do what they really want to be doing. What exercises would you take someone through if that was the case? They're like, okay, you know, this business isn't working out. I want to shift direction, but there's so many other things that need to happen before that even is, is a reality. You know, I can't just stop working in the business, right? Because we have customers to serve, we have clients to serve, but I know that this other thing is really what I want to be doing. And that bit maybe we can get into like how you really know, because sometimes, and you talk about it a lot is, Sometimes that is a shiny object calling you, right? You've gotten the, into the business that you're currently in so much that it's like anything else seems more exciting than this right now. Yep. And then that you, you just gravitate towards that thing. But if, the, if that's the case, what, how do you leave what you're currently doing? What steps do you take to do that? And then start to take the steps to, to the other thing. And then secondly, how do you know that's really what you should be doing? Yeah. So two things. First thing you got to do if you're trying to leave this business is to do a time audit. And what this basically is, is tracking your time for an entire week and understand where your time goes. Because in order to remove yourself from the business, we've got to understand what's taking your time now and then figure out how we get it off your plate. 
So we usually use a, t- a combination of a time audit. And then sometimes we'll even just do um, basically a, a task brain dump. And what this basically is saying is from the beginning of your business, when somebody's becoming aware of you, all the way through the customer journey and the value stream until they've had the results and they're a raving fan. Now looking at, okay, what is involved in each step and what needs to happen for a customer to go all the way through. And the combination of those two activities will give us a good list of things that you're doing now that we need to get off of your plate. And so once we understand that we can start prioritizing and we can build systems for each of these things. And then we can figure out what roles we need and start hiring those people in. So it's definitely not going to be like an overnight transition, but what this will allow you to do is to put the infrastructure in place so that you're working less and less and the business is able to run more and more without you. And then we can use that freed up time for whatever's next. And, you know, sometimes you may not have complete clarity on what you want to be doing. And that's why taking some time to really think about one, what you want your life to look like then helps because then you can figure out, okay, is this, um, am I, am I doing this because I need to make money? you know, or am I doing this for another reason? And sometimes if you, you may not know why you're doing it or what you want to do, but you may be able to identify what you don't want to do. So if you're struggling, you know, to figure out what it is you really want, start thinking about what you don't want, right? I don't want to uh, work more than 30 hours a week. Uh, I don't want to be doing this. And then oftentimes the opposite of what you don't want is what you actually do want. So some of those activities will help give you some clarity. And sometimes you just have to go with it and understand if this is something that is really giving you energy and moving you forward, or if this is something that is really just detracting energy and we got to do something different. That's so common for beginner entrepreneurs, even people who haven't hit like the seven figure mark or multiple six figures. Like, like you were saying in the beginning, so often it's, I'm starving. I got to put food on the table. I need some cash flow just to support my lifestyle right now. But when I get to the point where it's sustainable, now I want to shift gears because this isn't the thing that I want. And I think all of you listening can relate to that in some way. You're either going through it right now, you're about to go through it, or you've gone past it. And now you're doing something that you actually enjoy doing. So Tom, I appreciate the wisdom on that. What other advice would you give to the people listening on reaching that benchmark of six figures in their business. Yeah. You know, six figures, um, it's, it's challenging. And a lot of people never make it there because they're, they're focusing on the shiny objects and the distractions. I mean, um, couple things that I always tell people for six figures. One, you want to make sure you're solving a big enough problem. And what I mean by this is I see people all the time that are trying to sell a very low cost product and they think, well, I'm going to build out, you know, um, a a suite of products and I'm going to start with the lowest cost one and then I'll upsell them into the next one. But here's the challenge. If you like, let's say, let's put some numbers to it. Let's say you want to hit six figures. So you got to make like, you know, 8,300 a month, right? So if you're selling a $10 product, got to sell a lot of those $10 products, which means that you've got to get a lot of leads. And then in order to get a lot of leads, you got to have a lot of awareness in order to do that. That's complexity. That's a lot of systems. That's a lot of time. That is just a crazy way to do it. So what we always tell people is, well, what if we moved up? What if we now sold a hundred dollar product? Well, now we need a lot less leads. Now we need to make a lot less sales. And what if we move that up even more? What if we sold a thousand dollar product? Well, now we need a lot less, right? We only need like eight sales a month. And so what we want to do is when we understand the market that we're targeting and the people we want to help, 
We want to start going up the line and saying, what's a bigger problem that we can solve for this group of people? And then ultimately, once we solve that bigger problem, we're able to have less clients early on. We're able to focus super specifically on that group of people and get them really good results, which is in turn going to give us really good testimonials. It'll make future selling easier. And we're going to then be able to build out both sides of that solution. So we can then take the people that had success there and say, what's the next problem they're facing? Let's build out a product or service for that. And then what about before people get to the step? What's the problem they're facing? And let's build that out. And I'll, I'll use like our, our business as an example. When I started, I was working with entrepreneurs making at least six figures a year coaching them. So I only needed a handful of clients to be able to build a six-figure business that way. Then what we were able to do is build out a program on the back end, which was for scaling. Now, how do you scale beyond six figures to seven figures? And we were also able to build out products and services on the front end. So for example, my wife and I wrote a book this year. That book you can buy for 20 bucks. That book is never going to make us rich. But because we built, um, we solved bigger problems first, now that book can lead people into a lower cost program that can eventually lead people in to that higher cost program. So when you're getting started, I guess to sum all of that up, solve a bigger problem. You'll need to solve it for less people to build a six figure business. And then it's so much easier to then put the the systems and team in place from there to scale beyond that. Guys, have you been listening to most of the interviews we've been doing on this show of people who have achieved amazing things and successful businesses. So often their recommendation is when you're first starting out, have a service-based business where you are solving a problem for somebody. It is the easiest. I don't want to say easiest, but out of all of the things that you could do, it is one of the most effective ways to reach that benchmark. So take that for what you will. If you're already doing something differently, consider adding some type of service-based element to your current business. Tom, I know that you have, go ahead, go ahead. If you have something to add to that. I I was going to say, you know, it's a low startup cost. It allows you to, you, you will be trading time for money at first, but then you can take that service-based business and turn it into a productized business. And uh, we probably don't have time to get into that today. I'm sure other guests have talked about that, but ultimately when you're hands-on early on, you do the things that work and then you can scale them up later. Love it. Love it. To respect your time, let's jump into some rapid fire questions to get to know you a little bit better. The first one is what is one non-negotiable habit you implement every day? Uh, First thing I do is meditate. Um, Without kind of getting my mind right, the rest of the day is challenging. On what do you like to spend your time and money on outside of business? Yeah. Number one is family. Uh, so I, I build our businesses for our family first. So we do this cool thing called Friday family field trips where every Friday during the summer we take off and just do like family things. Um, outside of that, I have a couple hobbies. So I love video games and uh, we built this like really cool home theater. So I spend a lot of time there. Love it, man. We're very similar in the video game and movie aspect. It's nice, a big nice. part of my life for sure. What is one book you've read this year that, or any any year ever that you would recommend to the people listening? Yeah, I've, I went from like not reading books at all to reading a ton. Um, one in the last year that's really impacted me is principles by Ray Dalio. After reading it, uh, it instantly moved up into my top five and it basically gives you a lot of good principles to live your life and business by. Amazing. What's some software in your business you could not function without? We use a whole bunch of stuff, but uh, Slack is something we use in every business for team communication. And then um, 
uh, Asana is something we use for a lot of our processes. And then I guess just overall, the whole G suite, um, that's, that's a core for every business we have. Dang it, Google, you are amazing with G Suite. That, that runs like our whole business too. Absolutely. I went from a couple of years ago, not liking it at all. to then I revisited it. I'm like, man, this is great. Yeah, they can, they're going to survive for a long time just because of that. I mean, Google mm-hmm. in itself is just incredible, but yep. G Suite is so, so nice for business. Is there any last parting words of wisdom you want to give to the people listening? Yeah. You know, the, the one thing I always tell people is, you know, you, you see the, the highlights of people you see when they sell a company or when they've achieved success. Um, what you often don't see is what it took to get there. So I'm going to leave you with a quote um, that has just kind of run my life. And I had a, it was a high school basketball coach that told me this. He said, you know, championships are not won on the night of the big game but years before by athletes that dedicate themselves to championship principles daily. And how I interpret that into my life in business is, you know, if you want to achieve success, what it comes down to is your daily habits and where you focus your time, your money, and your energy. So if you want to have success in the future, obviously we want to get clear on that, but realize it's what you do today and every day that is ultimately going to either lead you to that success or not. Man, those high school basketball coaches have the words, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do. I, I have like 20 other lessons I've got from them. It's crazy. That's awesome. Tom, where can people go to find you and learn more from you? Absolutely. So uh, you can find everything we have going on, uh, our, our books, our podcasts, our coaching programs at TomAndAriana.com. I love that. Are you in business with your wife? Yes. So uh, quick backstory on that. She originally didn't want to do anything with this. And um, once she saw what was possible, uh, she ended up joining me in the business. And then what's really cool is that our podcast is together. Uh, we just wrote our book together. And so that brings a whole different dynamic to business when you're doing it with your spouse. Oh, it's amazing. Just a lot of, there's a lot of insight inside of partnership partners in business. Absolutely. So cool. So cool. Guys, I will link all those resources in the show notes. You'll be able to see it on the show category description and you'll be able to join Tom's community right from the episode. Tom, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your wisdom. Thank you for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. Keep it up. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your day and I appreciate you tuning in for another week of the Six Figure Roadmap. Cheers. You've been listening to the Six Figure Roadmap. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. To learn more about our membership, visit us online at www.lvrg.it.